Today on the podcast, what does shipwrecks, counting gold coins, author, and a dad? That is my guest, Taylor Zions from ExpeditionWriters.com. Next on the podcast, let's do this. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, my name is Joe Foley. I'm a dad, a parent, crazy bizdog in this world. And I want to say thank you for being here. I know as a dad, a parent, our time's limited. So you choose to spend time. I mean, it really means a lot. And this is your first time. Welcome. This is a podcast about journey of discovery. In a conversation, what it means to be a dad and a parent and a busy adult, the obituary talk related to being a productive person, and hopefully make ourselves a better parent. The weekly podcast that extends the community. What I mean by that is, I want to talk to you. See, right there on the right corner, if you're looking at your PC, it's P-Pipe, leave a message. Leave a message in the show notes, leave a comment, subscribe on iTunes, leave a review. All comments are... Conversation is important. So we need a dialogue to, you know, because we can work together and, sense, and have a sense of community. We're all going through some kind of issues. You know what? I may be further along down the road than you, or vice versa, and maybe we can help each other out. I'm not an expert. I'm just a dad on a journey trying to take one day at a time. Also, I was wondering if you have a minute, please head over to Apple Podcast app and subscribe to the show. Leave a review. If you're an Android, please click on the subscribe button and the Android button and subscribe. Next up, my conversation with Tyler Zions, author, naval historian, and most important job being a dad. It was a very fun conversation with Tyler, and it was kind of cool listening about the um, counting the gold coins. So jump right into the interview. Today on the podcast, my guest is Tyler Zions, author, maritime historian, but important dad. Welcome, Tyler. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I got. I got to ask, Sarah Top. I, I know you're a naval historian, a maritime historian, and and you explore shipwreck. I got to ask that. That sounds really cool. I just, I just want to know a little. I wonder if you want to talk a little about that before we talk about being dead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I got into it right after college. Uh, first job out of college was as an assistant to an archaeologist uh, for a company that had just found a historic. Civil War era steamship off of South Carolina with uh, an enormous cargo of gold and silver. So we were pulling up so much, so many coins off this wreck that I once spent 14 straight hours in a locked room with a couple other guys counting it as it was coming off the ship. Uh, 14 straight hours, one coin after another. Uh, it was it was an incredible experience. I kind of grew into the into a role as a uh, historian for that company and then for some other companies beyond that had a chance to participate as a um a researcher and help find a number of different historic shipwrecks over the years too which is which is always a, a real thrill what it's interesting is um i counting coins to be boring at one point but you're counting gold coins um they're probably exciting on the other end too i mean nervous and exciting at the same time yeah yeah i think that that's a good way of putting it um 
it's, you know, to a certain extent, if you do anything for 14 hours straight, you're just going to be absolutely exhausted, right? But it's, it's, uh, we were doing well out there, though. That was, uh, that was a pretty exciting thing. You're a dad yourself, and if you're semi new dad, I know your dad, your son's a little over a year old. How does that, how does that play now since you're a dad? How do you feel about doing stuff like that? It just changes absolutely everything. Um, the joke I make is, you know, uh, had a kid, sold the motorcycle, uh, and uh, which, which you know, I didn't necessarily think that I would do. I didn't think that I was going to do something like that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, now, whenever there's an opportunity, uh, the lens that I look at it through is first: is this going to take time away from the time I spent with uh, with Sammy? Uh, because every day he's, he's a new kid. You know how they are in that, those first year, two year, where if you miss one day, sometimes it's like you miss, you know, th- this whole evolution. Uh, and of course, the danger part of it is, is increasingly in the forefront of my mind too, because, um, I mean, I wouldn't call it like ridiculously dangerous, but there are some concerns, security and otherwise for, uh, some of these types of, Types of jobs. What's it's interesting to me. I totally agree. My son's three is going to be four now, and it's every time you like, especially when he, uh, when he was a little bit younger, like three or two or three. I can totally understand where you're coming from in the sense that wow, this one day he did what? Oh, he said what? Oh, he's walking. <laughs> so it's fun. It just goes so by so quick, but it's so much fun. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um. I think with the email we talked about integrating being a dad and creative. Since you're an author, and I know you have a bunch of books, how does how does that work? I mean, how does how you do being a dad and the responsibility to dad, and also be an author? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm glad we have a chance to talk about this. I know that uh, some of your guests are more in the uh, the nonfiction realm, which is a, a very different approach than what I do. It's I'm a fiction author. I've got a couple novels out, and uh, I realized. My first my first book came out about when he was about one month old, and you know how those first few months are. Nobody's sleeping whatsoever. Uh, and I had another book that was under contract, but I hadn't finished writing it. So I wrote probably about ninety percent of it after he was born until age about uh, five months or so. And I was so tired that I just don't remember writing it. <laughs> I just have this whole book and I don't remember writing it, but I think that my biggest takeaway from that, my biggest lesson was that um, you can't, it, it's very easy for new parenthood and creative outlets to essentially fight each other, right? It's they, they both take from the same limited pool of time, same limited pool of energy, but they don't necessarily have to always be at odds. Uh, so my approach ended up being that I tried to use how I felt about being a new dad, being exhausted, not knowing what to do, uh, you know, all of this incredible experience, but it all being so difficult at the same time, and try to use that in this most recent novel. Uh, really put some of the characters through the same thing where suddenly they realize that they're responsible for other people responsible to each other. They're exhausted. Like I'm exhausted and uh, really try to look for a way to, to integrate those two worlds rather than have them always uh, fight each other for the last couple hours of the day. 
it's interesting. Um, since you're a newer dad, um, before your son was born until now, is it what you expected, more or less, or you know, because everybody says, you know, you got to do this, that, and this, and, and there's really no owner's manual when it comes when you have a kid. I was wondering how how do you, do you see a difference? Yeah, most certainly. Well, my our family joke is that uh, nobody warned us. Uh, oh wait, <laughs> everybody warned us. We just didn't listen. <laughs> so it's I don't know exactly what I expected, uh, but it was. Yeah, every every day was something new, a, a way to be um, humbled by how little we knew <laughs> what we were doing, uh, but also a chance to really experience something amazing. Hey, can you have any funny stories, um, you know, when you're being the first time daddy, interesting funny stories? Oh, yeah. I wonder just <laughs> where to start. So uh, our son Sammy is very mobile. He started walking at eight months. Um, he, he just... He has he prioritized being physical and mobile above almost everything else. That's all he's interested in doing is uh, figuring out ways to run and climb. So uh, there were some moments where he, he first started being able to stand, uh, and diaper changes became just absolute rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> and there were some moments where, you know, he's he's running around and I'm covered with all kinds of things and I just just wanna just like give up and cry. <laughs> but uh but you can't. Uh gotta keep going. It's it's funny because I can I can tell I can remember the story of my son about that same age. And we used to have like a um a bureau in the bedroom and change him. And I, I'm by myself and I'm like, Oh, I got this little problem, I got the diaper, I got the butt case and I'm like Hold him. I grab the. I grab. All of a sudden, he rolled. He rolled off the off bureau, and I grabbed him by both his legs as his head's like an inch from the floor. And I felt like the worst down in the world. But I'm like, mm, I, you know, I strapped him. I bought to strap him in. But I'm like, whew, I saved the disaster. But man, that's being a new dad. Those things happen. Yeah, but sounds like you already had the the dad reflexes down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh, or. <laughs> Or, you know, the other time, the, and all of a sudden you stop short, and my son is a little bit older, all of a sudden you, you walk right in, the, in, the back, in your backpack, like, where is he? Where is he going? Boom, stop. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought they, I, I found it interesting, and I guess I see a lot of parents, and I, I do it myself. i, I, I got to admit, I'm not innocent in any way. But as the, and you were talking about phone and couch dad. I, I'm in my phone, but I try to, when I'm, I know for me, I try to be pay attention, even though I can only take so many of those, Kid shows over and over and over again, but I just wanted your opinion about it. Yeah, so this is something I, I you know, we are by no means perfect about this. Um, uh, in our situation, my wife is uh, is a wedding photographer, so she gets uh, a lot of inquiries. There's a lot of networking. It's it's just a very demanding, round the clock clock kind of a job where it's very difficult to se- uh, separate. Uh, personal time from from business time, and for myself, uh, I work full time. I'm also an author. There's a lot of demands there, and um, you know, our our phone is what we, you know she uses to book business, and for me, it's my connection to literary agent and and that whole universe. So when something comes in, it's very easy to just immediately get pulled into another world, right? So the way that we've kind of tried to work around that as a family is, uh, 
if one of us sees the other one on the phone, when we're kind of missing a moment where we should be present, which is most of the time with a 16 month old, <laughs> uh, we try to say something like, you know, uh, you're being a, a phone dad or a couch dad, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of being engaged. Um, and, uh, again, we're far from perfect on this. It's something that we still struggle with every day, but I think at the very least we've, have at least a mechanism to recognize what we're doing and maybe pull us out of that and reprioritize. It's um, it's interesting because it, it, I think also too with the new with advancement in technology and stuff too. I mean, it's great when you like when you get to get older, you can have a tablet, they can teach them stuff. But also too, I think when parents have them too, it, it doesn't it can hinder or not foster good communication. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're little guys like this, but whatever I'm doing, uh, Sammy wants to do, right? <laughs> so if, if I'm, if I'm eating, he wants to eat. If I'm, if I'm playing with something, he wants to play with it. Uh, it's a great tool, but that also means if I'm on my phone, that phone just becomes this object of interest and mystery and amazement, right? So, uh, that's that's that was another thing that was kind of a wake up call, which is if we're on our phone all the time, then the phone is going to be the most interesting thing in the world to him, and that's not really what we want his childhood to be like. Um, I guess um, I think about we'll talk about your new book. I know this uh, new book's coming. You're in the process, or and writing new books inspired by your son. Yeah, these will these won't be out for a while yet. Uh, these are coming out in 2019, but in addition to the uh, couple novels I've had published and the next one that's coming out next year, uh, I had the opportunity to participate in an illustrated children's book series. And um, my first kind of take on it was that I wasn't sure if it was the right project for me. I write like uh, adventure fiction for grown-ups, mm -hmm. but then I realized that I could name the main character uh, after Sammy and uh, the idea that he could have something of mine that I'd written and he could read it while he's still small, as opposed to maybe 15 years from now. That's, that's cool. I mean, that was, that was, that was a big deal to me. And I, I really put a lot into this project. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see how it all turns out. It's a great thing to leave your son, especially uh, like almost like a, I say legacy, but something cool that he can, well, my dad wrote that, and, and you can see it in the store or on Amazon or any place where you purchase the book. That'd be kind of, that'd be kind of neat for him. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. It's, it's, uh, I, it, it's, it's not just one thing. I think that I try to take that approach to a number of things, even, you know, a, a podcast like this, uh, there's something I'm going to save and, and something I'm going to show him when he's old enough so he can understand what his dad thought about being his father uh, while he was still really small. How does your How does your son? I mean, besides writing, how does your son inspire you every day? Because I, I mean, I know that my son inspires me. How does it inspire you? That's a good question. Um, so, I mean, fatherhood is the most intense experience I've ever had. Uh, you know, all, all of your emotions are, are heightened. All the experiences are new. So from just a purely fiction standpoint, it's a new opportunity to reach some areas 
of the self and develop characters that <clears throat> I probably just wouldn't have been able to do before having him. Beyond that, though, I, I think that uh, having him has really led to a lot of self-interrogation about the sort of father that I want to be, uh, the type of dad that, that, that my father was to me, and uh, what he showed me and how he shaped my worldview and, uh, and, and what I want to do in, in that same respect. So um, I want to be a dad that shows him all the possibilities of the world and how to get inspired and engaged with things too. So I think that you can't just tell a child that you have to really show it. So if I'm going to teach him how to be engaged with the world, I have to be engaged with the world. And, and for me, writing is and publishing is, is my, probably my favorite way of doing that. Have you ever felt like, um, being a new dad, excuse me, with the busyness of, you know, taking care of a, a young one, you ever feel like falling the trap of being, um, in a rut? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my default tends not to, not to be a rut so much as just overscheduled, I think, is, is my biggest issue with that. Um, it's, uh, I mean, he's still at the, at the age where he's so young that a very strong routine is a really good thing because uh, it makes sure he goes to sleep on time and things are stable. And I, I think that we're going to continue to... Um, maybe experience new things once he's just a little bit older. But uh, for right now, we're trying to enjoy the routine. Um, it's another thing. I, I guess, I don't know if I'm, I'm my experience, but has any fears, when you first become a dad, it, it, all of a sudden, do, what's your what's your biggest fear? Oh, that's a good question. I, I'd have to choose from about a thousand. <laughs> um, biggest fear. Um, I mean, maybe this is just the way that we're, that we're wired, but I mean, I, I think that just, I'm always afraid that he's going to hurt himself. Uh, the way that he's always running around and just no fear about going down slides or climbing on things. And, uh, we really have to watch him every second because he's so active. So, uh, biggest fear is probably that he's going to, you know, break a bone or, or, uh, something like that. If, uh, I think perhaps as he gets older, we'll we'll have some other concerns. But for right now, it feels pretty immediate. Well, it's interesting too. I guess um, I, I don't know how old you are yourself, but do you ever think of your um, want to be around? Do you start counting birthdays and see? All right, in twenty years, I'll be here at that age, or I want to be around. I was well thinking more about your um, your mortality. Do you ever think of your mortality as a father and and count? And when you start new son's born, like. Oh, I want to be around when he's like twenty. How old is that thing? I got. I start calculating and stuff like that. I I was wondering if you've experienced something like that. Yes, uh, pretty frequently. I'm trying to kind of make better decisions about health and activities and, and things like that. It's uh, in the past I've I've done things like um, you know volunteer search and rescue or gone caving or rock climbing and things like that. So I mean I'm not saying that I would just suddenly stop doing anything like that, but it tends to be more of a, let's call it like a measured approach rather than uh, act first, think second. <laughs> and then just generally, I'm, I'm trying to just take better care of my health too. Uh, it's, I really want to be around. 
when he's all grown up and, and out in the world and and uh, still able to really enjoy life and, and do things with him. So, yeah, trying to go to, to the gym more, eat a little bit better. It's it's always just kind of in the back of my mind. I think you're very much on point with that. Um, I wonder if you want to talk more about the other books you have. I know you have written small books like about ships and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I've got two books out right now. Uh, the first one's called The Wrecking Crew. It's about a deep-sea salvage diver who gets uh, freed from prison in order to lead a, a mission to try to find a lost research scientist off the Horn of Africa. And uh, the kind of the character arc in this is really about this loner character um, putting together a really unlikely crew of people. Uh, because that's the only way that any of them are going to make it out again. Uh, and then the second book picks up right afterwards. And that's the one that I wrote when Sammy was just born. So what that book is about is, is it's about that same crew. This time they're facing down a, uh, call it like a, a technology cult based out of Japan with roots in the secret weapons programs of World War II. But in that book, it's, it's much more about instead of just being allies, they become a family. And one of the things I liked most about this book is, uh, is about a group of people that are coming together despite being uh, exhausted and miserable and pushed to their limit at every step of the way. Uh, that's kind of how we were feeling as a family in those first few months. So it's it's something that I mean the book's very personal to me as a result because it's it's a time capsule of those first few all important months. It's 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 a, it sounds like a very good book. I'm gonna check, check it out because I'm always reading the self help books or uh, you know um, technology books. I need maybe I need to change it up a little bit. Maybe check it out. Yeah, this this one's just pure fun adventure fiction. It's uh, the type of thing that. You know, I'm hoping people read on a beach or on a plane or just if they want a little break. Uh, All right. Well, um, wrapping up, I guess, final thoughts. Um, anything you want to share, like, you know, any new dads um, or being a dad, anything you want to share or in, um, anything like you want to share? Well, that's a great question. Um, something to share to other new dads. Uh I think that uh, I mean I don't want to be I don't want to be pushy with this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> Regardless, I I feel like okay when you when you're a new dad, oftentimes you're going to be bumping into other new dads, right? Uh, and I I feel like I've met many that are just not engaged, right? I don't know if it's if if it's because they're not changing diapers or they're tired. It's it's they kind of just have this look in their eyes like they want to be almost anywhere else but there with their with their uh, with their little guys. So, I mean, again, it's I'd hate to make this like some kind of a pushy message or something, but just get in there. It's exhausting. Sometimes it's gross. Uh, whether it's, you know, changing diapers or dealing with all kinds of other baby stuff, but, um, just really jump in both feet. That would be the thing that, that I, I would certainly love to see in the world more. Definitely, definitely get involved. It's, it's, it's challenging and tiring, but it's definitely rewarding. 
Exactly. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. I think that, you know, I mean, we only get this one chance with our kids. Uh, in the time that they're this age is so, so short. So how do we want to look back at that time? Uh, I don't, I personally don't want to look back with any regrets about how, uh, how I was as a, as a father. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that that's totally impossible, right? It's a, it's a totally impossible idea, but it's, it won't be for lack of trying, I hope. Um, well, um, also, where can they find your book? And if they want to get in contact you and, and uh, reach out to you, where can they find you? How do you contact information? Absolutely. Expeditionwriter.com is a great place to reach me. Uh, if, if you're able to uh, put in The Wrecking Crew into Amazon or Barnes & Noble, I'm going to be the only author with a Polish last name, uh, Taylor Zients. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, I'm pretty easy to find on any kind of major online book retailer. I'm going to make sure all that stuff's in the show notes, so if, if people want to reach out and look for it, it'll definitely be in the show notes. Tyler, I want to say thank you very much for being on the podcast today and taking your time out of your day. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much, Joe. This was a lot of fun. Well, that's all I have this episode. I want to say thank you for joining me in the No City on the Sideline Dev podcast. And I want to thank Tyler Zions for being the guest on the podcast. You can find more about Tyler at expeditionwriters.com. You can find all the links in the show notes over at nocityonthesideline.com slash 43. Please comment on the podcast. All comments help improve the podcast. Man, please reach out. Man, I'd like to talk to you. Reach out. Say hello. Leave a message. Send me an emoji. Let me know you're there. I'm starting to preach. <laughs> what was this? I'm having a little fun. This is like a couple times I recorded this. You can find all the con- my contact information over at nocityonthesideline.com slash contact. Please sign up for the email newsletter. Let's keep let me keep you in touch. What's going on with the podcast? What's coming up with an upcoming guest or anything that might find be helpful to you? I might find that might be interesting to you. Next episode, my conversation with Sharon Shelby. We'll talk about how to help you, um, help children when the child he or she is anxious, and also her new book is the Kickstarter right now. She's running a Kickstarter campaign get this published and the name of the book is surfing the worry in wave right now like i said the kickstarter and um they will check it out check it out i will have a link in the show notes to be no or be no city on the sideline.com slash surfing the worry imps wave you know if you like it give her a hand and help her out help back it because you know it's a really really helpful project well, wrapping up, heading out the door, I just want to say thank you. Really, thank you for making this far in the, in the podcast. Until next time, have fun. Get involved with your children. Give them a hug. And tell them how much you love them. Because you know what? It means the world to them. Time's short. Time goes by quick. And it's, you know what? They're a gift. Until next time, take care. God bless. See ya. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates of the show and helpful and useful tips. 
This has been a production of Foley 42 Media. 